You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod with your host Blaze and Meach, a podcast with a novel perspective on life from a couple of super terrific Uber dykes, but you can call a stud. Let's get to it. Meach, start that beat. And me, Meech. And we're a duo of everyday studs here to permeate your vibe with knowledge and nonsense of the stud kind one episode at a time. And here we are for another week, episode 10. Almost halfway Let's through go. season three. All right. <laughs> you know, they say time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> uh, what's good, Meech? Man, everything is good. Um, having a good week. Uh, wifey and I did another Pride Festival this past weekend. This was the one where we had to get tickets for. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, it was supposed to be everybody had to show their vaccination cards and whatnot. But nobody really had masks on when we walked in there. Uh-huh. So I was I was OK with it, though, because it was outside. So, it, yeah. you know, yeah. no, but we weren't up under each other. But it was cool. Like, it wasn't really for for us. When I say us, I mean, you know, um people of color I felt like because most of the bands were like uh rock bands but I mean it was still cool like I listened to that music it's just not I wasn't vibing to it you right. know it was queen like I think right, one yeah, of the bands yeah. was like almost queen and you know they had a couple of opening acts I think they were LGBT um Q plus kids but one of the guys he was like one of the guys was like a cover I guess cover artist uh-huh. so he was doing like uh popular songs and he, he performed. Like, I can't remember his name, but he was putting on a performance. Like, I was like, he's going to make it, like, whatever he chooses to do. Like, because he was singing live, but yeah. he was singing other people's songs. So he was pretty dope. Uh, but it was cool. You know, it was just cool to be out be out amongst our people. There were a few of us there. Um, I fit in because, you know, my hair is purple and blue right now yeah. <laughs> for pride. Um, you know, they had, like, food trucks and stuff. So it was just dope being outside and we were able to bring in like our own drinks and shit. So we had made like, we got like those uh, Capri Sun looking uh, pouches and filled them with liquor. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we were good to go. Like we had, uh, we had our drinks on deck. Um, I had my snacks on deck. Uh, we did visit the food truck though. Wifey wanted a funnel cake. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was dope. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was real fun. I just, I'm like, you know, ready to be back to doing stuff like that and going to festivals and enjoying music and just being out and proud, of course. Yeah. You mentioned being <laughs> but, out. Um, oh. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, but I was just like, you mentioned being out. I was just, um, I got, finally got to go back home this week, this past weekend and go see my people. Um, oh, to the 305? Yeah. Well, I didn't make it oh, all man. the way to the 305. <laughs> I made it to the 954, but that was close, That's close enough. enough. <laughs> but it's round, you know what I'm saying? I haven't been anywhere. I just realized that, like, I haven't really been anywhere. I've been doing so much work and stuff like that that I haven't gone anywhere. Like, you yeah. know, wifey has taken trips. You know, they've been, like, errand trips and shit like that for mm-hmm. the most part. But, um... That's you know she's gone places like out of the zip code. Like I feel like I haven't been out the county <laughs> places like, besides Lowe's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like you know why all I can say is I've been to Lowe's because that's the only place I fucking did, yo. I need to yeah. do some shit. So 
yeah, my peeps, you know, I hadn't seen them in a while. They hadn't seen me in a while. So I was like, let's link up. So, um, yeah, we did that. And I was like, yo, I have got to eat outside by the water. So I'm like, if I'm coming down there, that's what I'm doing. Okay. I need to be by the (laughs) beach somewhere. So we made it happen. And it was cool. You know what I mean? Like we sat there, we had some drinks. Um, my, it was just me and my homegirl. It was just crazy mm-hmm. that when I say my homegirl, like we're such an odd couple, but it's such a work like connection couple. You know that random mm-hmm. like you're in high school and they're like about to retire age person. Oh and yeah, you're, like, best friends and shit. I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah. that dramatic, but it's close. But um, <laughs> we're cool. You know what I'm saying? And it was like that. We sat there talking them back and then the boats going by and shit with the. Oh man, I miss it. Yeah, with the the mad um, gay boats. I was like, is it a gay oh, yeah. boat parade or some shit going on right now? <laughs> what? But yes. Yeah, so it was cool. It was, it was nice. It was fucking crazy to get out the house. I felt like a grown up again. Right. <laughs> and then the mask thing, like nobody's wearing masks, of course. It's fucking Florida. Oh, yeah, it's Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, we're also in a restaurant. I'm like, it's weird. Like to even wear the mask from the car to the seat. It's, right. It's like, yeah. Why? If everybody's gonna take off. them off anyway, right, exactly. Yep. Yeah, so definitely yeah. at that point. But how did the um the story writing go? Didn't you you had to finish that up this weekend? Yeah, right? man. I got I got it submitted. So okay. I submitted um the beginning of the story. I had to f- submit the first twenty five pages. Um, Celebration so. horns here. <laughs> Facts, man. It was it was a journey, you know. And I thank Wifey for being patient with me because she was like my editor. All right, and I kept like hey, kept bumping heads, you know. But yep. yeah, teamwork definitely makes it. Work, be able so. to tell you the truth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, um, that was that was cool. Um, so that's part one of the submission, you know. So if I get selected, I have to have the whole manuscript done by like September first. Well, September September something, but I'm putting September first on myself. Right. Because I need that pressure to yeah. get it done yeah. and to edit it and to make sure everything is how I want it to be. So I think that's that's like how people people like um, you and I work. Because like to be able to get to that point, I've started so many different like stories. You know what I'm saying that I have in my head right. and got them, got them going. But because there's no like true deadline to drive me to like really mm-hmm. make me sit there and do it. Like they just get throw them by the wayside and then I get distracted when I go back and read them and I'm like, I'm in a different space in my life now. You know right. what I'm saying? That maybe what I had that character doing at that time <laughs> might not work for me. <laughs> yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, just, it's weird. So, it's good that you have that, that deadline. I put that deadline on yourself and help yeah. drive you. To- I'm going to put some deadlines on you because I know you got stories. So. Sure. That we can uh we can turn into something. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't think my life is that crazy. You know what I mean? You never. Hey, it's still your life, though. You know, so That's you true. never know what people can relate to, or laugh at, or you know, just even find interesting. That's that's very true. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, also, uh, pride wise work i think i mentioned before they had like this whole series of um, like pride events so today was another one and it's about like intersectionality okay which was interesting they had like a a, a a nice little panel of people you know a nice diverse 
panel of folks mm-hmm. um, that spoke. And it's just interesting everybody's take on the fact that, you know, we're not just one thing. Like, yeah, we're LGBTQ+, plus whatever, but we're also something else and something else. You know, we're mm-hmm. not just that. Like, that doesn't define who we are. It just defines, basically, the, who we love. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So, right. yeah. It was interesting to get into that, especially with um, Juneteenth being, like, right. right around the corner. Right, right around the corner. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just made a federal holiday. Um, yeah. The aspect and the 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 complication that sometimes it could be of being like gay and black, or for right. some people like gay and Muslim, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or gay and whatever other nationality or culture there is that says gay is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. That people like, especially our age, grew up in that kind of a uh, environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, or I don't know, put the two that together. Actually, um, to to speak on that personally, like, I'm I'm also gonna talk about something that I watched today because I think it's on the same level. But, um, you know, my parents are, or my people, my parents including, um, are Caribbean. You know, so it's just something that wasn't really talked about. Um, being gay in general. So, you know, there was that pressure of, like, coming out to my parents about that. But then also there's a lot of colorism Mm -hmm. in the islands. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, I'm the darkest one in my family. So I got it, you know, just for being dark. And then, you know, so there's a lot, I feel like, that we have to deal with. And it's just, you know, uh, stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not only this, but I'm this, and then I'm this, and then, you know, my parents, and then they're religious, and then, like, it's a lot, bro. It's draining, it's exhausting, you know what I mean? Um, But I feel like... Do you think the masculine part of it, like, is what really is, like, the cherry on top of everything, like, the icing on the cake, or whatever would, like, make it tip over? Like, everything maybe would be a little bit easier to deal with absolutely if you didn't also have to wear just who you are outside yeah. for the whole world to see you know what i'm saying yeah because it, it wouldn't be as obvious right to everybody but especially to my family because you know i got right. that right that coolie hair so my mom'd be mad when i cut it you know when i came home with the short haircut and you know what i mean like so if i if i wasn't masculine presenting then that would have been one less issue I would have had to deal with. Right. Like, and that I wouldn't be a different kind of relationship with your mom too, right? Like yeah. I think that changes things, um that changes things. And potentially with your pops. I mean, unfortunately I will ever know like yeah. what that relationship would have turned into, you know what I'm saying? Or right. been. But um it's just it even changes probably like how I feel or remember, you know what I'm saying? My pop, Mm -hmm. because that was the masculine figure that I had. Like that's who I would have been emulating. Or who's to say that even my life would have turned out to be the same. Not to say I wouldn't be gay because Lord knows. (laughs) (laughs) That was definitely in the cards. Be masked because I've always been fucking a stud like from, you know, (laughs) from, the okay <laughs> but 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe just my um, thought about masculinity or how I'm presenting. You know, I, who knows what would have been different. But um, yeah. I think it, it's uh, it's an interesting crossroads because it, it probably would be easier if we were feminine. It would also be easier if we were not people of color. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If we had that one less marble in our right. <laughs> in our in our side of, of things. Um, some of the people who spoke at this work thing, they were um, religious. Oh yeah, and that also created a different um, cross road for them mm-hmm. you know? because as you said like the caribbean and, the, and religious but just religion period yeah kind of yeah there's a, a stigma you know like especially um i feel like in in christianity or the black churches or you know that it's just it's just wrong and mm-hmm. you all often feel rejected mm-hmm. so how do you even if you do believe in in God or whatever you believe in, like, how do you accept that? Like, so you grow up feeling mm-hmm. like something's wrong with you because you're being taught that how you feel like is wrong, right? Like, because of what somebody else it doesn't make believes. sense, right? Because right. Of else Whether they know you or not, yeah. I can still remember. I can still remember being on the back of the bus, right, the city bus, going to the wherever the mall home whatever and having like little old probably haitian ladies more oh, than likely yeah. or bahamian ladies you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. coming over to me and telling me that all i needed was the bible yeah and, trying to pray for you and shit, right exactly and, and these were strange old women coming up to me <laughs> stranger <laughs> dangers or like for real <laughs> on the bus and yeah. And then seeing like how religious people felt about, you know, LGBTQ plus people, gay people, Mm -hmm. it was, uh, I don't know. It it was an interesting thing. Like I even think about my experience with gay people started when I was young. Like I didn't know that these people were gay, but they obviously, now that I'm an adult, they Mm -hmm. were gay. (laughs) They, they are gay. They were gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, I don't know. I don't know if I didn't know that because of my dad, right? And um, his religion, because my dad grew up uh, Jehovah's Witness. Oh, okay. Or what, but I don't yeah. know. But I think, and I think that also just in Caribbean culture, like, songs are made about gay people. So mm-hmm. I grew up, like, singing about Chichi Man, right. you know, fire upon, you know, like, come on. Well, and like, say- songs in the world to hear in the club used to be talking about burning down the club with the gay people in it basically exactly. where nope. everybody is in the club like yes burn down the chichi mind i'm like no yeah. why? Wait, wait a minute. you had to check yourself right like wait a minute that might not be the right thing to be singing i don't think we should be playing this right now in the gay club but it's a bunch of contradictions and it's it it's Cause a lot of different uh, feelings, you know what I mean. A lot to deal with. Oh my god, yeah, it's crazy, I, craziness. Just, it seems to me like <laughs> I can't believe we're here listening to this, but turn that right. shit up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, watch out on the dance floor. I'm about to be too stepping. 
Speaking of, okay. hello, Eve and Trina, shout out to them. That shit oh, took yeah. back, okay? You know I was getting my life to Trina in here. If there's one thing that turned me into a bitch, it's fucking old school Trina, Trina I'll tell you that. <laughs> I didn't realize how much of a little bitch I was about to turn into, but then pulled over the ass too fat, all that shit came on. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I was back in like yeah. 2000s or like 2000s on the fucking clubs and all over the place because, I mean, yeah, hello. Trina, Trina yeah. had it. And then Eve, Eve, like, I, obviously, I've, I mean, we saw Trina, right? Yeah. But, um, like, I ran into Eve, and I've seen her live um, a few times. So, I was mm-hmm. a big Eve fan. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, back in the day. And it was crazy. Like, I was like, yo, I forgot about all these songs. And people were really downplaying Trina, like, don't. Three oh five and the fuck up, yeah. all right? I got hits, all right? Let's not fucking. She got burgers Bad. on this shit. They was playing her. Yes. She had to come through with it. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, and I must redeem, redeem what I said about. I I watched again, the Sam J thing. Remember okay. I said I was gonna watch it now that I have a better. Um, there is one episode that I saw. I. I wasn't in the right headspace to watch it the first time. That's for sure. I was expecting like a comedy special, and it was mm-hmm. not. <laughs> it wasn't, that. and it's like an episode. But there is an episode. I don't know if it's three or four, but you gotta watch this. Okay, <laughs> you got to watch this episode. I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but got it. that shit had me dying. Okay, I was like, I cannot believe what I'm seeing right now. Oh man, yes. So All right, I, I'm going to have to watch it. I, I highly recommend that. I highly recommend that. And then from then on, it was like, okay, now I get, I think now I get what's going on. So now I'm actually looking forward to the next episode coming out. So I apologize okay. for my <laughs> earlier. My, yeah, because I thought it was a comedy special too. So yeah, I mean, now I, that I have a little context. Yeah, so I went, you know what I'm saying? I had a little medication and I got to chill <laughs> and partake in... Oh, every uh, and I had only watched like, like I said, I didn't realize there were episodes like that. So I had only watched like the first and second episode, and mm. you know, even Nikki was like, "Well, you know, what really bothered me the first time was just the N word, like the nigga. It was a lot of niggas." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I don't really, because she don't really talk like that." So it like really, uh. yeah, got to her, but definitely worth worth the watch. So shout out to Sam J. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right you can redeem yourself right yes yeah, yeah. always um i will i can admit when i'm wrong and mm-hmm. that episode definitely i was like okay that's representation now i was like a motherfucker okay uh, i like it yeah, that man. shit is shocking and i can't believe more people aren't talking about it to be honest with you really yeah that's that's um that goes to the uh naacp um festival that i was watching they have like an ace festival that i Randomly came across because ever since I started writing, I started trying to like follow more um, entertainment accounts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think Issa Rae had posted because some of her people were going to be speaking at this festival. And uh, today they actually did like a LGBTQ plus community talk. Mm-hmm. So they had um, two of the characters from Pose on there. And one of the characters was talking about. Um, like representation 
and but she's trans so she spoke mostly about trans representation but she was just saying like if we want to see ourselves we have to be the ones to create it Mm -hmm. but then she was also talking about how like you know the black community doesn't accept us so we have to fight that fight too so we're always the minorities even if we're in a room full of black people you know or in a room full of other minorities us being lgbtq plus are then another minority and people feel like lgbtq plus rights aren't their rights and lgbtq plus people don't deserve to be invited to the table so like it was really dope i hope they like record it and replay it because there were a lot of gems in that but there was truth to that like she was saying you know like for the sam J's and stuff like that like yeah we have some representation but like we have to like put in elbow grease to get our to get us out there yeah like because, there's no promotion like that yeah. There's no, yeah like we are we knew about it because we follow accounts that exactly somebody else promoted or, or i follow her after i watched her last comedy special mm-hmm. i started following her so i follow her and that's how i found out about it right and then um going to hbo max and then it was there but it wasn't like coming up promoted yeah yeah well, you know what i'm saying yeah. like, it wasn't like on the little the first screen when you go to the, yeah. <laughs> to the stick, you know what i'm saying so one of the uh executives was there and she was grilling him and she was like um t- telling him like but there's no invitation for us like mm-hmm. So you're saying that we have to put ourselves out there, but we're not even being invited to the conversations or we're not even being invited to the table. We weren't even nominated, like Pose wasn't even nominated for an award show or whatever that they had. So how do you expect us to vote for each other if we're not even nominated? You know what I mean? So we still need um, some support. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we can do only, we can only do what we can do. Right. It's pretty much what she was saying. So. If the gatekeeper is going to open the gate, then... Exactly. We right. can't get in. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. I think there's just so many, um, especially for um, trans and trans people of color, number one mm-hmm. on that list, there's just so many barriers um, that still are presented, presented to them because people are just... Um, fucked up you know what i'm saying like people are just fucked up nobody wants to be judged but they're really everybody's quick to judge other people everybody else yeah and it was crazy too because the other character um uh if you watch pose he was the younger guy who was diagnosed with hiv Mm -hmm. and uh they asked him a question about that and he was just he was giving statistics about how Still to this day, like one in two black gay men or black men will contract HIV because we're still, you know, as a community, not open to conversations about, you know, people being gay or people being bisexual, um, educating communities. So like the numbers are still rising in the South, which is crazy. But he was saying he grew up in, in Florida, speaking of Florida, and he didn't know about like things like PrEP and you know, getting tested and stuff like that when he was younger. He didn't feel comfortable even asking questions about stuff like that until he came to New York, which blew my mind because we're in 2021, you know, and people are still not educated about this and it's still spreading in our communities and stuff. So, I don't know, it was, it was an interesting conversation, but, you know, like, it just goes to show, like, we 
we still have a lot more work to do just overall, you know, but then I also felt like it was very much about black gay men and black trans women, but what about us? Yeah, there was no always, conversation yeah. about us, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're always, uh, I don't know, we're always, I don't want to say we're always at the bottom because it feels like, like we just don't get the violent side of things, but we get the shit end of the stick because we don't get the violent side of things then mm-hmm. we don't get all the spotlight and attention. Right. You know, I'm talking about studs. <laughs> in, in yeah, period. Like, black like, masculine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah exactly. Studs, women, yeah. Like, Just to clarify. Right. Like two studs in a pod. <laughs> um, I just feel like because of that, they get more... I mean, I don't know who's... It's like trying to say whose life is harder. You know what I'm saying? Who deserves yeah. more love? It's not, I don't. I don't look at it like that. I just feel like everybody keeps talking about representation, mm-hmm. but when they reach out and they do try to, you know, for whatever reason they reach out, it's never a black masculine presenting woman. It doesn't matter the the struggle, but it's never a black masculine presenting woman like. It's just that simple. At the end of the day, like I, I know the only representation that I know of, and correct me if I'm wrong, right now in entertainment is like Lena Waithe and uh, what's her name, uh, Gibbs, who plays on on Twenties. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, there's like, I mean, yeah, how, Young like May a- and. What um no, but, but I mean like making moves like a power right like a exactly. power, like a like the Issa Rae version is definitely Lena Waithe right, right now, and that's all we right. have. Whereas Issa Rae is she's one of a kind, yes, but she's not mm-hmm. the only one. Like she's definitely following in footsteps of right somebody, and we all see her, and she does the show is hers, and she's acting in it as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she is like like to compare the Lena Waithe, right? So. We just need, we need more of that. And yeah, but who's like, we need Lena out there to do the things that she has to do to be able to open the gate because open she door. opened the yeah. door. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like she opened the yeah. door for, uh, I'm, I'm, she opened the door for the Twenty Show, right? And on the right. shy, and on the shy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that. Um, her, she's successful with this master of done was successful enough that they order more of that because right. to me it was very good like it was another yeah. portrayal of what life could be like for real lesbian <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying like life really is like that I don't know if you got to watch it or not yet but no it's on the list that I've shit been in was the, uh, writing <laughs> that shit was I mean that shit was pretty damn good yeah. so yeah but yeah to to speak to that, I just want to say one more thing about it. Like, I feel like even because of Pose, there was more exposure of trans women of color. And then black gay men, I feel like, have been out there for a while, even on shows. Because mm-hmm. they're always the best friend or the hairdresser yeah. or the, yeah. But masculine presenting women, women, 
I I can't name more than maybe two. Yeah, like you gotta look at Cleo, like, and you they go right. all the way back to set it off as like yeah, like the shining example of like right. I bet you if you googled it right now, all that's all that would come up is yeah. and Snoop Cleo. maybe Snoop oh, on yeah, the wire, maybe Snoop you know, wire. yeah, but yeah, so yeah, we gotta do better. All my studs out there, because I know we're talented. We just gotta put ourselves out there, like. Like uh, Shorty was saying. Yeah, I think um, the more just more doors. Yeah, the more doors you bang on, right? The more so the more the more will open. <laughs> Facts. Let's make some noise. Let's get wild. It's wild world we live in. Don't believe us. You obviously haven't spent any time on the internet. What's even more scary are some of the questions we come across from others seeking advice. But luckily for them, we're here to be their guy. This week's question is, what can a stud do to restore her girlfriend's trust after being disrespectful? I mean, when you say being disrespectful. Right. Elaborate. Right. I'm like, did you call her pussy asshole? Or did you like... <laughs> Trick ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apologize is probably first and foremost. I but mean, I'm sure you probably have done that profusely already. I think changed behavior is the best apology. Yes, you can't just say you're sorry. You really have to give her time and space to like see yeah. that you really are sorry and not just check yourself. <laughs> right. Because if and- you said something disrespectful, Maybe you need to watch your temper or figure out a better way to let out your anger. Yeah, but I feel like if it's if it's so bad you're taking it to Facebook, you probably did something disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, give her time and space to heal and just keep letting her know that you're there and that you're not going anywhere. Regardless of whether it's a physical disres- disrespect or a verbal <laughs> disrespect. Right. I mean, that would be my advice. Sound advice from two studs in a pod. And on that note, we're going to end the show here. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two studs in a pod. And on our individual pages on Instagram and Twitter. For me, it's at the homie beach on Instagram and at homie beach on Twitter. For myself, it's at its.me.blaze on Instagram and it's me blaze2 on Twitter. Don't forget to check out our site, two studs in a pod.com, where you can find our latest episodes and more. For our boyer peeps, be sure to visit our YouTube channel for the animated version of our podcast every Thursday. You can catch us on podcast platforms everywhere, including iHeart, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Gratitude is always an attitude, so we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in.